Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Well, today, uh, we are starting a new series, no? Uh, meron po tayong panibagong series. Ang pamagat po ng series natin ay Dreamer and Doer, not Doubter, okay? <laughs> so, yan po ang series natin ngayon. It's based on Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11, kung saan nakalagay doon, By His power, He may bring to fruition, no? magbubunga, Your every desire for goodness and uh, your every deed uh, prompted by faith. So, ang dalangin ko po sa series nito ay ma-encourage po ang bawat isa sa atin to become uh, dreamers and doers. Uh, I saw this quotation, so I'd like to just share this with you. Sabi nga sa quotation na ito, The world needs dreamers and the world needs doers. But above all, the world needs dreamers who do. So, uh, purihin ang Panginoon. My desire in my heart is uh, sa pagtatapos ng 2022 na we would be preparing ourselves, if not siguro actually doing things na agad as early as now, uh, kung saan gusto ng Panginoon na mangarap po tayo, magkaroon po tayo ng mga dreams for the glory of God. At uh, gawin natin yun by faith, no? Sa tulong ng Panginoon. And this is what we want to explore sa buwan na ito. Now, let me ask you, no? Uh, why is it na ang iba sa atin ay parang born na born, no? <laughs> Bored tayo, okay? Parang uh, feeling natin na uh, hindi tayo motivated, no? sa mga bagay-bagay, you know, uh, lalo-lalo na may kinalaman sa, sa future, you know. Uh, this is a concern, I believe, na dapat natin bigyan ng pansin, you know, uh, whether sa sarili natin o meron tayong kakilalang ganito na parang born na born siya sa buhay, you know. Um, we are barely holding on to each day, you know, as I see it, hoping na we will survive Every working day, uh, doing what we can to make our lives a little more interesting sa awan ng Diyos, every now and then. So parang survival lang. Parang hopefully makaraos tayo sa bawat araw. And this is not the way God wants us to live. Now, it is true, sometimes, life can be exciting. Siguro pag napunta tayo sa mga... Magagandang lugar, uh, Boracay, or whatever, mountain dyan. Uh, it can be exciting siguro, but only for a short while. Sandali lang. Soon the realities will come rushing back into our minds and hearts, discouraging and boring us once again. Paano ba yan? Ganyan na lang po ba tayo? Are we going to be bored to death for the rest of our lives? Siguro naiisip natin, what's the use? 
no, we say to ourselves, nothing will change, pare-pareho lang naman. So, we continue, ika nga, to just persevere, no, hoping na hindi tayo mabaliw, ano, <laughs> kaya nga usong-uso yung salitang mental health uh, issues. But how can we overcome po this perennial doubt sa puso natin? I mean, is there a way for us to get out of that? Talaga bang ganun na lang yun? It's just a cycle. You know? Uh, sandali, magkakaroon ng something exciting and then back to the boring, uh, you know, everyday stuff of our lives. I believe it's time para sa atin to become dreamers and doers. Not doubters. Tama na po yung pagiging doubters. You know, yung parang inuunahan na natin si Lord palagi. Uh, you know, wala namang mangyayari. Ganyan naman talaga. You know, siguro looking at the political scene o kaya the economic scene or wherever, even the church. So, we might feel so discouraged and full of doubts. Well, tama na yan. It's time for us. To rise up and become dreamers and doers as the Lord wants us to be. Ang susi dito, I believe, no, as we begin itong series na to, is to have the right view of God. Now, this is just the beginning, so I'm sure may mga questions po kayo. Uh, and we'll tackle that hopefully sa mga susunod pa nating mga sermons tungkol dito. But to begin with, I want to address yung idea natin of God. Sometimes hindi siguro tayo aware na meron tayong mga na-assimilate o natanggap na mga ideya o kaisipan about God. We assume to be true. O kaya parang slowly nag-seep in yan sa consciousness natin through what we read or even sa sarili natin pag-iisip. Unfortunately, yung mga iniisip natin about God affects the way we actually live our lives. And that's the reason why I believe some people, medyo yung life nila is not characterized by dreams and passions. Rather, yung life nila is basically just trotting on, just surviving. Wala talagang ano, passion. And I believe ang root cause niyan has something to do with what we think about God. There are five possible views of, of, of God that affect how we live our lives. And only one of them is right. The other four seems like it's right, pero it's not really right. Now, disclaimer lang po as we begin itong pag-uusapan natin. It may be theological for some of you, but I'll do my very best to put it down in a way na, ika nga, to, to say it in a way na kayang undawain ang bawat isa sa inyo. So, don't be afraid. Of course, siyempre, uh, theological yun. Meaning, may kinalaman sa ating pagkakilala at pagkaunawa sa Panginoon. So, there are five possible views. Okay? Each of these views, kailangan tingnan natin ang sarili natin at tanungin natin ang sarili natin, is this my view of God? It may be hard to admit, but some of you, I believe, kung talaga magiging honest lang kayo, you would begin to recognize, hey, mukhang yun yung pananaw ko about God, hindi ko na-realize. Now, there's nothing to worry about. Hindi, hindi, hindi ko gusto makondem ang sino man sa inyo. 
But I want us to be renewed in our mind. Gusto ko po na maging biblically based yung ating mga pananaw. So that uh, I believe by God's grace, pagtama yung ating pananaw sa Panginoon, then our hearts will be open to how He can lead us into a life na hindi na boring, but a life that is full of dreams for the Lord, for the kingdom of God, and the glory of God. And we will become doers also. So samahan niyo ko, let us pray. Manalangin po tayo and let's ask God to speak to each and every one of us sa umagang ito. Let us pray. Lord, uh, maraming salamat po sa biyaya mo that we woke up today uh, by the grace of God at uh, sa tulong mo rin, Panginoon, kami ay nakilos at um, humihinga. Lord, may you continue to give us life. May you continue to give us health so that we can serve you, Panginoon. At kung sino man, Lord, ang mga may sakit at this time, would you touch their bodies, Lord, with your healing hand and by the grace of God nawa gumaling ang bawat isa. Pati, Lord, yung mga nasa lanta ng bagyo, I pray na unti-unti na maka-recover sila by the grace of God. And uh, Lord, I also remember si uh, uh, Sister Helen Joshua na matay ang kanyang ina. Lord, we pray for her and her family. Comfort them, Panginoon. Lord, marami salamat sa iyo sa umagang ito. We commit to you itong time ng pag-aaral namin so that by the grace of God ay matutok po kami. Salamat po in Jesus' name. Uh, amen and amen. So, pag-usapan po natin itong mga views about God. And let us ask ourselves, ganito ba ang pagtingin ko sa Panginoon? First of all, ay yung pananaw na God the Watchmaker. God the Watchmaker has been, you know, siguro for a long time, maraming tao ang ganyan ang view nila about God, na He is a Watchmaker. Ang ibig sabihin ng watchmaker, you know, ako kasi hindi na gumagamit ng relos. Pero kung kayo po ay may relo, no, uh, hindi nyo alam talaga kung sino yung gumawa niyan. Pero siguro na natutuwa kayo, na-impress kayo, lalo na if it keeps time. Pero you really don't know kung sino man yung gumawa originally ng relos. In the same way, marami mga tao believe that God somehow, He created the universe and then he left somewhere else. You know, bahala na tayo. So this is the view ng maraming tao. Basically, we are on our own. Yeah, maybe God created the universe. We don't know for sure. Pero essentially, yung view na to is uh, like this. Uh, God may create uh, everything, no? Siguro out of nothing. Uh, pero right now, I think uh, we're just on our own. We have to do what we can to survive. Now, yung ganyang klaseng pananaw is not a biblical view, but I notice that many people are like that. They may not say it like that. Maaring hindi nila sasabihin na God is a watchmaker. Pero makikita mo sa life nila na basically they're on their own. They make choices and decisions kung ano gusto nilang gawin, uh, kung saan sila magtatrabaho, kung saan sila lilipat ng bahay o titira, 
kung sila ba ay mag-a-abroad uh, or sino bang papakasalan nila. Whatever decision. Basically, they're just on their own. So they may not really say that God is just a watchmaker na kinreate niya yung mundo and then afterwards just left us alone uh, to fend for ourselves. Pero by by the very lifestyle that people uh, live their lives, it would appear as if yun ang kanilang pananaw. They, again, they may not say so kasi baka hindi naman nila naiisip yan in that category. So, but this is so opposite of what the Bible actually says. So let me just quote a verse, no? Maraming verses that actually contradict yung pananaw na yan. But Acts 17, verse 24 to 28, I believe, zeroes in on uh, what is the truth about this, about God. Sabi nga sa verse 24, The God who made the world and everything in it uh, is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. So God is greater than all of creation. He is distinct, he is separate. Then verse 25, sabi niya, And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. No? Kaya nung Old Testament, yung mga sacrifices, hindi naman niya kailangan yung mga bulls and goats. Hindi naman niya kailangan kumain. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, you know, that was the way they approached God. Rather, sabi niya sa Acts 17, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. Okay? So, siya yung sustain sa atin. And then verse 26, From one man, that is Adam, he made all the nations, that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. So if there's anything na masasabi natin parang God, uh, you know, was the one responsible for, yun yung sinasabi dyan kung saan tayo matitira, lalaki, you know, saan tayo magkakaroon ng pamilya, kano katagal tayo mabubuhay, you know, and so forth and so on. No? So the Bible affirms that. So verse 27 naman sabi, God did this so that they would seek Him and perhaps reach out for Him and find Him, though He is not far from any one of us. So contrary to sa pananaw ng mga tao na God created the universe and then departed somewhere in natin alam kung siya and we are on our own well the Bible says the opposite God is very much involved sa buhay natin and then in verse 28 quoting you know mismo yung mga prophets doon sa lugar na yun for in him we live and move and have our being as some of your prophets have said we are his offspring so, ina-affirm ni Apostle Paul yung katotohanan na God is very much involved. Hindi po siya yung parang nag-create lang ng universe o kinreate niya lang tayo and then bahala ka na. So, those who live their lives in this way, yung bang they're all, all they're thinking about is, okay, ano ba mga plano ko sa buhay? This is so against or this is contrary to the revelation of God in the Bible. Uh, we are not to live our lives as if parang tayo ng bahala sa sarili natin kung anong gusto natin gawin. And yet, for sure, maraming mga tao ang ganyan. If you are thinking like that right now, uh, please don't feel condemned. I'm here to help you. I hope na hindi mo panatiliin yung ganyang klaseng pananaw. You know, basically, God is God. He's out there somewhere. Di ko alam. Here I am sa mundong ito, so I'll just do what I can to survive 
and to make life work for me. That is a view of God that is not really taught in the scriptures. So sana po, baguhin po natin. But wait lang, let me explain other views na I believe is so prevalent sa panahon natin ngayon. And which is the reason why minsan yung mga tao you know, are not willing to dream and to do things for the glory of God. Para naka, yung attention nila naka-divert no? sa career nila or somewhere. You know? They're not thinking about, Lord, how do I live my life to please you? So ito yung mga pinag-uusapan natin view. So the first one is, God is the watchmaker. So most likely, pag ganyan ang view mo, you will not try anything that would glorify God sa buhay mo. Now, secondly, God the puppet master. Now, ano ba yung puppet master? Ito po yung nagko-control ng mga puppets. Alam niyo ba yun? Yung parang mga manika, di ba? Na kinokontrol ng puppet master. At hindi makakakilos yung mga manika unless gusto ng puppet master. Now, there are also a lot of people who have this view about God. They think that God is so almighty, so all-powerful, that basically, sinet niya na lahat, you know, according to His will, kung ano yung mga mangyayari. I mean, there is really nothing that you can do. Walang real choice. Whatever it is na pipiliin mo, basically nakatadhana na yan. Okay? Now, this kind of view, very common yan, lalong-lalong na sa mga Pilipino. Kaya nga may kasabihan tayo, no? Bahala na, which is bathala na, di ba? In other words, uh, bahala na si Lord, di ba? Bahala na kung anong mangyayari. So, there are people who are basically uh, fatalistic, Oh, deterministic. Wow, theological word siya. Medyo mga nosebleed tayo. Let me explain. Ang ibig sabihin ng fatalistic, kung mangyayari, mangyayari naman. No? Uh, kung talagang yan yan, tinadhana yan, mangyayari yan. I don't know if you've heard people say na, kung kami talaga, kami yan. Diba? Or something like, well, kung para sa akin talaga yung trabaho na yan, mapapa sa akin yan. So there's this idea na parang, uh, God, like a puppet master, Sinet out niya na lahat ng mangyayari according to plan. And there is no real, you know, walang posibleng pwedeng mag-deviate doon sa plano na yan. Okay? And people, uh, para silang, para tayo na si chessboard, ika nga. Kunyari lang gumagalaw tayo, pero si Lord talaga yung nagagalaw sa atin. So this kind of view, okay, prevents a person from dreaming. Kasi, di ba, iniisip niya palagi. I, I've heard this many times. Uh, pag ang isang tao meron siyang iniisip lagi niyang sasabihin you know, parang bukang bibig na kung, kung will ni Lord no? para bang ibig sabihin na well, kung gusto ni Lord okay? in a way I understand that uh, from a different perspective which I would explain siguro some other time pero what I think that person is saying si Lord na bahalang mag-decide si Lord na bahalang pumili si Lord na lang yung bahalang magkaroon ng choice okay? Ako, hindi ko pipiliin yun. So, people are paralyzed, you know. Sometimes, they're so afraid of making a mistake kasi gusto nila na kono man yung kalooban ni Lord, which to their thinking, parang may sinet na si Lord. At yun dapat ang mangyayari. At yun lang ang pwedeng mangyayari. With that kind of belief, I wouldn't be surprised kung isang tao does not want to dream big for his life in the kingdom of God. Diba? Para kaya pa, kung gusto ni Lord, di mangyayari. Parang gano'n yun, eh. Diba? Uh, pag sinabi mo sa isang tao, ikaw ba, gusto mong mag-full-time, maging preacher? Well, kung kalooban ni Lord, 
<laughs> and sometimes parang jokingly I would ask, ikaw, kalooban mo ba? <laughs> because there is this big misunderstanding na God is parang is controlling everything. At wala tayong sariling choices that matter. Now, again, let me show a scripture for you. Maraming verses again to, uh, but I don't have the time to tell you all the different verses that would convince you na mali yung pananaw na yun. But Genesis 2, 15, 17, I think would be sufficient. Sabi nga yan, uh, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Now notice nyo you are free to eat. So binigyan niya ng freedom of choice ang tao. Now, of course, yung freedom of choice is not absolute. Dahil hindi naman lahat ng bagay na gusto natin, magagawa natin, di ba? For example, maaaring gusto mo magstay sa laan ng tubig ng tatlong oras. Well, kahit na gustuin mo yun, hindi mo magagawa eh, dahil mamamatay ka. So, yung free, yung free will natin may limitasyon. Pero it's real and genuine and it has consequences. Okay? So, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Sabi ganyan. But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Yung knowledge of good and evil is simply knowledge of everything. Meaning to say, hindi dahil sa gusto ni, ayaw ni Lord pala na meron tayong matutunan, kundi ayaw niya na tayo ay mag-rely sa sarili natin katalinuhan. He wants us, of course, to have knowledge of good and evil, pero coming from Him. He is the one who is going to show us kung ano yung tamat mali. And through that, we will gain wisdom. Okay? Pero yung magiging independent tayo at magsasarili tayo, well, that is not God's way for us. Anyway, Minigyan ni Lord ng choice ang tao. Ikaw, kayo ang bahala. Make a choice. And he's basically saying, no, na dapat ang piliin nilang choice is to rely on the Lord and not disobey God. Well, if we move forward to chapter 3, verse 6 and 7, sabi niya, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. So na-attract sila doon. And they had a choice. Meron silang kapasyahan whether to eat that fruit or not. God gave them the freedom, you know, to make a choice. Then sabi sa verse 7, Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Yung idea that the eyes of them were open, that means na tapos na yung childlike or childish nilang status. You know, they have now become responsible adults. And so therefore ngayon, they have to face the consequences ng kanilang uh, decision. Again, is God a, par a puppet master? Kino-control lang ba niya ang buhay natin? Do you have a real choice of how to live your life? O basically nakatadhana na yan? Now kapag ang pananaw natin is that parang si Lord ay isang puppet master, siguro ang mangyayari, we will become passive, naghihintay lang tayo kay Lord, 
Parang ang prayer lang natin, Lord, sige, kung ano gusto mong gawin, di gawin mo. We don't want to take any active choice sa buhay natin, which is really not glorifying to God. Some of you na nakikinig ngayon dito sa sermon na ito, maybe may mga bagay kayong gustong gawin, pero iniisip nyo, well, hindi siguro kalooban ng Panginoon. The question that we need to answer sa sarili natin, does God want us to have desires? Katulad kanina, meron tayong icebreaker question. Kung walang imposible, anong gusto mong gawin? And some of you said, well, gusto kong maging preacher tulad, tulad ni PB. Praise God. Now, sa isip ng isang tao, well, gusto ko yun. Pero kung ayaw naman ni Lord, hindi naman siguro mangyayari yun. So, whether aware tayo o hindi, we have the mindset na parang si Lord is a puppet master. Kung ano lang yung dinesign niya beforehand, yun lang yung mangyayari. I hope and pray na mabago o ma-renew yung minds natin. Because the Bible does not teach this. The Bible does not say na kinokontrol lang tayo ni Lord. The Bible uh, teaches us that God wants us to make choices about how we are to live our lives. Hindi yan nakasulat sa tadhana. Okay? Of course, it doesn't mean that God is not sovereign. But here's the point na gusto kong maunawaan nyo. The sovereignty and the power of God is not ikanga limited or parang negated simply, simply because may freedom ka. And that is the, the wonder of His might, the wonder of His power. Na even though ang mga tao may mga choices, God remains sovereign and almighty. So hindi ka nakalangan either or yan. Kasi yun ang isip natin, di ba? If God is almighty, then He must control everything. Not necessarily so. God is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And He does not need to control anybody. Amen? Now, here's the third one. Now, I think very common then. You know, lalala na rin sa maraming mga Pinoy, you know. God, the, the grandfather. Now, imagine nyo ba yung figure ng grandfather? Si Lolo, di ba? Yung bang talagang paborito niya yung kanyang apo? na kahit na minsan may ginagawa yung apo niya na hindi tama, well, si Lolo yan eh, di ba? So, he would always show love and, you know, he would cuddle yung kanyang apo. Sometimes people think that God is well, so good na he would not really hold people accountable sa kanilang mga sins or disobedience o yung kanilang pag, uh, ika nga pagbabaliwala sa mga opportunities. It's like parang, well, God is good naman talaga and He would always understand. I'm sure baka nasabi nyo na to o narinig nyo sa ibang tao, di ba? Parang laging, you know, bukang bibig ng mga tao, naunawa naman ako ni Lord eh, you know, or God understands, no? Or God, uh, you know, would not really, uh, you know, uh, discipline me or correct me for any choices that I make. Well, you know, that's a nice thought. Pero that's not a biblical thought, okay? Uh, halimbawa, all this argument about, uh, you know, can, uh, is a person who is saved, you know, will he ever lose his or her salvation? Based on sa argument na parang, well, once God uh, saves a person, uh, basically he has no other choice. Kahit ayaw na nung tao pumunta sa heaven, Wala nang magagawa. Kailangan pilitin niya na yung tao na yun na pumunta sa heaven. So, it's it's really parang 
a caricature of who God is. And it also uh, puts into question yung pagkaunawa natin about salvation. Because salvation is more comprehensive than just yung starting point natin. You know, yung being forgiven of our sins. There's more to salvation than that. Kaya yung question na yun is actually a misleading question. But here is my point, no? Is God the grandfather type, no? Yung bang tipong, sige, kung ano gusto mong gawin, if you want to waste your life, well, God is good, you know? If you want to waste your opportunities, well, God is nice, okay? It's all right. You won't suffer the consequences of that kasi God is our grandfather. Unfortunately, at, or rather fortunately, walang ganyan sa Bible that God is the grandfather. He is our father, but not the grandfather. Now, here's a passage of scripture. Si David, after sinning against the Lord, no, because of Bathsheba, siya yung tinatawag sa Bible na the man after God's own heart. He is the warrior king. You know, he is David, the king. Pero, he sinned against God. So ito yung sabi sa Psalm 51 verses 3 to 6. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Now I'm reading this quotation kasi David suffered the consequences ng kanyang sin. He was forgiven, pero there were consequences. Una-una, namatay yung anak niya with Bathsheba. And then later on, yung kanyang family uh, became disunited, no? Uh, with Absalom rebelling against him and so forth. So, hindi lang parang, Oh, David, you are a man after my own heart. So, kalimutan na natin yan. No, let's just move on. Huwag na tayong, mag, you know, huwag na natin pag-usapan yung sin mo. But really, what happened was that because of the sin of David, there were things that happened in his life which were not really God's plan for him. And so, yung idea natin na parang God is some kind of grandfather figure, sige, you know, just do anything you like, waste your life, do everything contrary to your calling, you know, okay lang yan. Diba? Let's say God is calling you to serve Him. Well, okay lang yan. Hindi ka na mag-serve ka, Lord. No? Kasi God is our grandfather. Unfortunately, that is not true. Sabi ni, uh, ni David, Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. In other words, God desires truthfulness and faithfulness sa puso natin. If we truly believe that Jesus is Lord, He wants us to live our lives with a sense of purpose, you know, to glorify Him through our lives. Again, in Psalm 51, verses 16 to 17, sabi ni David, You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. So, anong kalooban ng Panginoon? Yung kahit ano na lang, pwede mong gawin? Hindi, ang kalooban ng Panginoon is that you set your heart toward Him, that you love Him with all your heart, that you represent Him 
uh, using the time, talents, and treasures na binigay niya sa'yo. He doesn't want you to waste your life at all. So, he's not a grandfather na you can just, you know, cuddle up, yakap ka lang, even though you are disobeying him. You are actually accountable to God. Let me just drink my water. Now, the fourth one is God the disciplinarian. Very common naman ito sa mga tao na, you know, they see God, they imagine God as parang <laughs> a strict parent. Huwag kang magkakamali, huwag kang magkakasala. Hindi parurusahan ka ng Panginoon. So maraming mga tao, ayaw nilang magkamali. So never, they never try anything. Okay? Ayaw nilang gumawa ng hakbang, ayaw nilang mangarap. Kasi malay mo, baka mali yan. So they're paralyzed. Now for sure, there are ways to discern. And I'm not saying that we will just do whatever we like. Siyempre, kailangan natin i-discern yan. We are in a relationship with God. He wants us to listen to Him so that He can share yung wisdom niya with us. Pero eventually, we have to decide. No? So it is not God's will for us to just decide on our own. He wants us to discern. Pero He also doesn't want us to be paralyzed because of our fear na baka magalit si Lord. Okay? Now, again, let me just show you a, a passage of Scripture that debunks yung idea na yan. So, Romans 3, verse 21 to 26, Ketong sabi, But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. Okay? This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. Now, righteousness has to do with yung tayo, tama ba ang ating standing before God? No? Or are we sinners, no? Versus are we accepted by God? There is no difference, sabi niya, between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So lahat po tayo yung nagkasala. Verse 24, And all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So it's not true na parang God is a disciplinarian, pero it is true that He is righteous. Pero kagandahan dito na yung kanyang righteousness ngayon ay na-fulfill o natutupad through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Verse 25, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of His blood to be received by faith. So Jesus died on the cross and by putting our faith in Him, yung benefit ng kanyang kamatayan sa cross uh, becomes ours. That's why we are forgiven and restored to God. He did this to demonstrate His righteousness because in His forbearance, He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. So He is not a punishing God. He is a compassionate, uh, you know, and forgiving God. And sabi sa verse 26, He did it to demonstrate His righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. So we are not to be afraid. God is not a disciplinarian na naghahanap lang ng pagkakataon to punish us. Instead, what God really wants to do is to save us. Kaya nga, it is to the glory of God that we can cooperate with His grace 
para we can be fully saved. Okay? Yung salvation natin is to the glory of God. Hindi yung ating kaparusahan. Hindi yun yung glorifying to God. So, bahagi ng salvation natin is fulfilling God's purpose for our lives. Doing what God would want us to do, you know? Given the, 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 the talents and the insights and the situation na meron tayo. So, okay. Napakahalaga po niyan, no? And then, finally, God, the healthy parent. And this is where I believe we must all focus on. Yung mga unang sinabi ko, hindi po tama yun. Hindi yun ang dapat pananaw natin kay God. But God is like a healthy parent. And ibig sabihin ng healthy parent, if you are a parent, ano bang gusto mo? Kontrolin yung mga anak mo hanggang lumaki sila? O gusto mo na sila ay lumaki, magmature, matutong gumawa ng sarili nila mga decisions in life that honors you? That's what a healthy parent is. So let me just read this verse, Ephesians 4, 14 to 16. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Hindi ka looban ni Lord na maging infant ka, no? Na dinadala-dala ka lang ng, ng ano, kung agos. Sabi rito, verse 15, Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him who is the head, that is Christ. From Him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Sino talaga si Lord? God is a healthy parent who wants His children to mature. Hindi yung naghihintay ka lang kung anong sasabihin sa inyo, Lord. That's immaturity. That's being childish. God wants you to dream. God wants you to do by faith kung ano yung nilalagay niya sa puso mo. Again, in Philippians 1, 9-11, and with this I'll finish, Sabi niya, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. The fruit of righteousness means kung sino ka bilang righteous before God, you bear fruit. Yung buhay mo shows that you are truly a child of God. You give glory to God because of your choices in life. So ito po yung kalooban ng Panginoon. And this is the right view of God. Everything else na sinabi ko is wrong. No? Pero this is the correct view of God. And if you believe that God is a healthy parent who wants you to mature, wants you to grow, wants you to know Him, then you will pursue this. You will say, God, I'm so excited in my relationship with you. You know, Lord, show me what are the possibilities. God wants you to dream. God wants you to do. No? So, here's the first message na gusto kong sabihin sa inyong lahat. God wants us to become mature adults in Christ. Sana po wag na po tayong manatiling parang mga babes, no? mga immature. Let's not remain immature, waiting for God to tell us what to do. Lord, ano ba ang gusto mong gawin ko? Sabihin mo lang. No, that's not what God wants you to do. He wants you to, you know, start dreaming and doing rather than doubting. Of course, you would need God's guidance, for sure. 
Pero remember this, dito tayong nag-uumpisa sa series na ito. God wants us to become mature adults in Christ. If you've been waiting, paralyzed, looking up into the window, and not really dreaming and doing God's will, maybe it's time for you to mature. Panahon na siguro for you to discard yung immaturity na yan. And say, God, I'm really excited in my relationship with you. Show me kung ano yung mga pwede kong gawin by the grace of God. Reveal to me the possibilities. I want to dream for the glory of God. And I want to do things to glorify you. Let us pray. Father, I pray for everyone right now who are listening. Lalong-lalo na yung mga tao na napaparalyze, na immobilize because of their wrong view of you. Dear God, renew our hearts and our minds. Help us to see, Panginoon, that you are a healthy parent wanting each of us to become mature in Christ. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.